0: I don't believe it, I swear I do not believe it, and they are
1: back on terms. Hello welcome to New York Talk, this is the Brotherhood United podcast where we have a game to talk about. Uh, Royal United go to Cambridge United on Saturday afternoon for the final game before Christmas in what will hopefully be another game to add to them beat and run but we'll talk a bit more about that over the next hour or so Um, thank you for joining us Mick and Danny it's always a pleasure to have you guys with us hello hello everybody Um, so let's start with what the developing story in football is at the minute before we come on to Rotherham United. Um, We're recording on Thursday and there was many a time today I thought I would just flick Twitter on and Rodham's game will be cancelled. There are around 15 EFL games cancelled already, plus some Premier League games as well. As things stand, the game is on. At time of recording, it is back to the good old phrase that we use. Um, But... That is a big caveat to that: that there are some reported staff members have COVID, and with how quickly it spread at other clubs, there is a possibility it could spread further. Um, Danny, it's it's a bit like first time around. Everything's happening really, really quickly, and football it seems to be again, once again, at the forefront of loads of people getting it really quickly.
2: Yeah, and I think um, the AFL's response has actually been quite sensible. This time around, because they've seen the sudden spike in cases and then now they've implemented their new, I think it's Red Notice protocol with the Mm. whole, you know, social distancing, eating and travelling just to create the player bubbles. Uh, And they've also given us a bit more insight into what criteria needs to be met for a game to still go ahead. And we know it's now 14 players and one goalkeeper. or Mm. No, 14 players with a goalkeeper. Um, And if that's the case, your game's on. Uh, whether or not that translates to fans either being in reduced capacity or not at all in stadiums, we'll have to wait and see. They might, they'll have to leave that to the government's discretion, I think. But, you know, I think that might fall
1: under Covid passports, at least until the new year, I think. Yeah. Uh, make more your thoughts on the FL. I agree with Danny. I think the statement came a little bit late. It could have come a couple of hours earlier, to be fair, but it, it all makes sense. The, the setting guidelines, they're setting rules—that's what we need. We put, you know, us as fans and and the clubs need to know where they stand and what they can and can't do, basically.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I didn't think that they'd come when I sort of agreed that EFL were doing a decent job, but they seem to have done a decent job, so credit where credit's due. Um, you know, it's got to be dealt with, and and much as much as I would like to see this happen to some clubs, what happened to to us last season can't mm. be allowed to happen again. Um, you know, it, it, it was outrageous, and you know, they'd not got it, they'd not got the protocols in place, and they didn't really know what they were doing. And um, mm. it would appear, it would appear that they've learned from from last season's debacle from that remit, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, that remains to be seen whether that is actually the case, you know, only time will tell, but uh, hopefully, they have. So, mm. we'll see. I'm not bitter about anything. No. Well, no, we'll find out about your
1: levels of bitterness later on when we talk about love in the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I thought it was just sort of mental health check for everybody. I Hope everybody's doing all right. I know it's tough and tough the past couple of days with all the news that's coming through on Wednesday when I, when all everything started. I found myself getting a bit down and frustrated with everything. I hope everybody's doing all right in all seriousness. Um Yeah. Because yeah, you know, 100%. It's crap. But we will get through it together as a fan base and as a group of people, everybody's watching. Thank you for joining us.
0: We're giving a little bit of a
1: bright spark. Is that the right word?
0: <laughs> well, I <it laughs> didn't apply to any of us three, does it? So, No, that's true. <laughs> anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm sure this will crop up later on in the week and in the shows, but that's where we are at the minute, um, and we'll get on with what we can. Um, so the game is going to... Let's, let's talk about it as if it is happening. Um, Cambridge United away is it's going to be a tough one, Danny. We, we played them, what, a month ago, and they caused us a lot of problems. They're one of the better teams, mm. the more efficient, more organised teams we've played this season. It's not going to be an easy game at all.
2: Not at all, no. And I think they, they gave a very good account of themselves at New York as well. Um, <clears throat> I read an interview today. Their manager is, is, again, another manager who said he admires the club that we've built. And says he wants to put Cambridge in a similar position, or at least a position that they aspire to be in, which is us. Um so that's nice to hear. It's nice to be mm. a opposition manager's actually big as up, unlike the MK fella. Um <laughs> but yeah, but it's, it's it's weird one playing the same team within a month and we're not even over the halfway mark yet. Mm. Um so it definitely adds a different dynamic of they'll know how we play, but we <laughs> Go out there, Danny. Dog just bit my mother. <laughs> 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 so, I'm sorry if you just did an eye squeak, everybody. But, yeah, um, like I say, we've, we've only just played them, really. They know how we play, but we, we know how to counteract that. Um, but it, it definitely won't be as much of a difference in scoreline as it was at New York. I think we'll, they'll probably reduce the deficit to probably only a single goal. Hmm. Um, because they, they'll not want to concede three again, that's for sure. Um and, and yeah, they gave a very good account of themselves against Wigan, drawing two all, which has helped us out massively. Thank you, Cambridge. <laughs> um, and even though they've lost against Sunderland, it wasn't a bad loss, losing two one mm. to Sunderland. And then they absolutely battered Cheltenham. And then they've lost their most recent game against Charlton. I think it was. Um, well, they're they're but, in hell for
1: on Charlton, to be fair. Yeah,
2: yeah. So even though there are a couple of losses in there, they're not bad losses. So I think Cambridge. Mm have written a very decent account for themselves this season.
1: And, you know, for a couple of their
2: size. you're looking to say it's fair play to him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's go through a couple of comments. Evening lads from Harvey Kelwick. thanks for you with us. Liam McGarry is with us as well. Thank you for joining us, guys. Um, a couple of bits of team news from their side, Mick, and potentially good news for us. the Hoolahan is a big doubt for Cambridge and he essentially ran the show at New York. I know he's nearly yeah. 40 years old, but he weren't far from the player <laughs> on the pitch on the day. So that's if he is out, it's not confirmed. But if he is out, that would be a big plus for us. It'd be a massive plus.
0: It'd be a massive plus because, as you say, he ran, the, he ran the show, didn't he, for them? Uh, you know, he was it he was he was really, really good. Um, and to be fair, from recollection and, you know me, you know my memory, I struggle to remember what I had for my breakfast. Um, but I don't really recall them causing... Too much, diff, too, causing us too many difficulties without him being involved. You know what I mean. Mm. Um, so, but it's going to be a tough game as as they all are in this division, particularly away games. You know, um, it, it's not going to be easy. But it, I will. Well, I, I, now, I, what I was going to say was that if we can play to our our best, we should win comfortably. However, that possibly is not even. A, that's probably a ridiculous statement um but, but yeah it's going to be difficult it's going to be really really difficult because obviously we're not just playing cambridge are we <laughs> okay <laughs> so let's bring it up <laughs> like the elephant in the
1: room um see if kettle <laughs> ring any bells yes mr <laughs> trevor kettle
0: can, um, can i just say steve that your first comment your first comment which which it really, really worried me, I'll be honest with you, when that came up, because Steve put this comment up that's on the on the screen now, it's an insensitive to say, that I've just put the kettle on Mick, which he <laughs> put that on prior to the, uh, the podcast starting, and I was I was logged on and everything else, I'd walked away from the screen, shouted to my wife, get me to put the kettle on, and then came back to the screen and saw that. <laughs> And I was starting to wonder what else Steve could hear in my house, and <laughs> I've been slagging yeah. off prior to prior to that comment. So, that you so need like
2: it, to start it, checking little pots in your room, mate, for
0: microphones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so Steve, no, it's not insensitive, but it would a bit worrying. I've got to say,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Trevor anyway, Kells is
1: some somehow uh, a semi-professional referee, um, which is to the bewilderment of. Absolutely everybody, everybody in football. Um, Cheryl Stone says the twenty fifth of August, twenty sixteen. We not that we hold a grudge. I think that was the Jeremy <laughs> Proctor incident. We can go back to two thousand and six or two thousand and seven when he sent off three Rotherham players plus Mick Hartford and then gave Barnsley a goal that hadn't crossed the line. Again, we don't hold grudges, but <laughs> <How> I do. <laughs> Gavin Ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, also with Trevor Kettle. Whenever somebody puts up, you know, the, the other podcasts of Ref Watch and things like that, when you get other people's fans replying saying God, he's awful. You know, he's not very good. You know what I mean? I mean, at least he's uh, not we're...
2: biased. He's just awful.
1: Yeah, exactly. Gavin <laughs> Ward. We don't like Gavin Ward because we don't like Gavin Ward because you know things happened last year. I'm pretty sure not everybody else has the same in- in think feelings, but everybody has the same feelings about Trevor Kettle. Yeah. Um, no, YouTube view They says he hates us. I just think he hates football. That's the only reason I can think he keeps doing it. Because he just doesn't like football. He wants to upset everybody. Um yeah, Danny, you've not had the much pleasure watching it, Barry Man. You've you know over the last four or five years watching So I suppose you're the new to the kettle hating.
2: I mean <laughs> In terms of being a Robben fan, yes, but in terms of being someone who actually has some sort of competent understanding of refereeing, <laughs> um, I, I saw what happened. I think it was Accrington Ak- playing for somebody, and they scored a goal in mm. like the 96th minute. And he went, "No, it's not standing because I've just blown the whistle." But it's like they were in an attacking, manu- an attacking move, you know. Even though it's not written in law, it's a common courtesy that if one team's attacking and it looks like a decent chance, you don't blow the whistle. You know, but what Accrington are about on the edge of the penalty area and he's Mm. blown his whistle and it's gone in and he's like, no, I've blown my whistle, it don't count. And it's like, some things just... And then you say with the Jamie Proctor incident, uh, that that was against Charlton, I think, wasn't it? Uh, I think that was one of my first experiences of Trevor Kettle. And it's like, is is, is he just a fool or an idiot, you know? Or Or is he doing it on purpose, you know, just to try and make a name for himself? But now his refereeing ability... Needs to be questioned more in certain situations, you know, because he's weirdly card-happy, but he always insists that he's right every single time and no one yeah. will tell him different, like, his decision or nothing. Whereas you compare it to the referee, that ref the Barrow, Ipswich game, and he was involved, he was talking to the players, was actually telling him why he's made the decision. And I think he was a lot better um, for do, for doing so. so. He actually communicates the decision, where Trevor Kettle's more of a, it's my decision, go away. You know, um, so yeah, I think I've said this to my mates. I've said, Ray, it ends on the 21st game because it's Trevor Kettle. No, no, that's excuses, don't make excuses for it. But (laughs) I mean, if there's ever an excuse to give away, I've lost a football game. Trevor Kettle is the best excuse you've got.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's almost like it's it's almost like that the normal rules don't apply. You know, if we if we were in good form, we go always in good form, and Cambridge aren't. You go, yeah, it should be a, it should be comfortable. You know, we but we should win that game. All bets are off. <laughs>
2: you know what I mean. Mm. All
1: bets are off. Yeah. Um, Cheryl Stone, nineteenth, eleventh, two thousand and five. There you go. That's the origin story of Rotherham United's hatred towards Trevor Kelly. Is hatred the right word, Mick? I don't know. I don't
0: know. Well, I, 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 it's just, it's, well, you know how you like your, your, your symmetry and stuff. You talk about yeah. symmetry and sporting symmetry and everything else. Well, you know, we had we had the debacle last weekend with Michael Massey and then, so the symmetry is that we've got a debacle this weekend with, with Trevor Kettle, <laughs> haven't we? You know, it, it seems, it, it just, it, it's kind of written in the stars, really. You know what I mean? That's written in the symmetrical wife, stars. Say again?
1: That's really specific to you and the few Rotherham fans who are also Formula One fans. It's very, very specific. <laughs>
0: you mean other people have lives? I mean, other people no, don't Not just me. Not just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it is. I guess it is. You know, but, saying, know, but, you know incompetence is incompetence at what, whatever level and wherever it happens in it, you know. Um, and that's that's essentially, all, all, all joking aside, um he is incompetent and proves himself to be incompetent week after week and yet still is still employed um and you know i, I can say that from yes i am i am biased in terms of when he's refereeing us but week after week after week after week different football supporters from different football clubs say exactly the same thing mm. you know so and, and they've been saying it for years you know so it's not just a, a bad performance here or a bad performance there it's a bad performance week in, week out, um, and 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 that bad performance is down to incompetence, and yet he's still employed. It, it doesn't doesn't make any sense. It, it genuinely doesn't.
2: C- can I just say, Mick, you have missed just missed the perfect opportunity for a rhyme there. It's not just the old mistake here, it's not the old mistake there, it's the old mistake everywhere. You missed the perfect <laughs>
1: rhyming opportunity. <there>. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um,
1: I am interested in how, how it affects players. You're know, going into games knowing about history of that referee. I'm interested in how that how they will we'll hopefully find out more about that in the next week or so. I'll leave that as a bit of a teaser. Mm. Um, but I am generally interested how how certain players, if they've got a history with a certain referee, does that player go into that game thinking I've got to do this, although this might happen. It's interesting to me as fans, we, we don't matter, does it? We can call him whatever; it doesn't matter. Mm, but as a player, the yeah, which will, yeah, yeah. I'll get a boost. Trevor Kettle, I, I hope so. Mm. Anyway, um, uh, so, John Ross we'll is on Facebook. Uh, hi guys, good morning. Good, good we're in from the Sunshine Coast in Australia. Ooh. Oh, stop
0: it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Power of the internet, mate.
0: Yeah, it's uh, oh, cheers, John.
1: Five whole degrees where we are, John. I'm sure it's much more than that where you are. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's move on to a bit of team news for us. Wes Harding looks like it's going to be back, Mick. Back in, he's tra- trained all week. Um, Mikel Millett is out, uh, which is a shame. We've got mm. cover. Um, how wh- What are you looking for this week? I, there's there's going to be changes for me. Your first one's Chio. Chio's not sure come back in for Sadlier. Yeah where else where else are you looking at freshening things up potentially
0: i don't know as we are are we ben wiles was looking really tired and jaded as we said um in the last podcast last game maybe ben wiles gets a rest jamie lindsay can come in and take that place or even possibly opens a door for um, uh, a dolphin possibly i don't know uh, but possibly more likely to be jamie, uh, jamie lindsay Um that probably for me is is about the only place where you you would look to freshen it up if you like, just to give Ben Wilds that bit of a bit of a rest, which he, he, he appeared to need. Whether he does or not, I don't know. Whether there's something else uh, at play in that in that last match, but other than that, nah, I don't see any reason to change it. The only problem taking
1: Wilds out is you lose your attacking sense. Jamie yeah. Lynch is not, not as not as attacking, and although we haven't seen much of a doof, thing, I'm pretty confident he's more a defensive player. So. You then you restrict yourself. That You are then potentially, Danny, restricting... You're almost isolating Smithy and Freddie by not giving them that extra bit of support. But then that's always sadly as an option, I suppose.
2: Yeah, that's true. I think um, if Wiles was to come out and Lindsay come in, um, you'd probably need to keep Barlazer and Lindsay in like a flat four with the wingers on either side. Yeah. Um, and then that, that should working to sort of, sort of counteract itself and work out but then you would have either rathbone or or even sadly come in and play as the independent cam um which is sort of like the opposite way our system works we tend to play with mm. bar laser sitting in the middle on his own um but i think with wales i think now that he's had a week just to sort of settle a little yeah. bit and um get his groove back a little bit that will probably help him out and if the game does go ahead which in all senses of it it probably will because we've got the whole random spot check update from the club and the traveling down tomorrow uh so i think unless a disaster happens we should all be heading to cambridge um players and fans which is good um yeah. but yeah but i think the week rest all of doing goods because we, we had Another hellish schedule of Saturday, Tuesday's, didn't we? Yeah.
0: Um.
2: And the way that we play, I think naturally Wales would have been tired, you know, because he's not really come out for a rest yet. But now he's had his week. Um. Hopefully he's a lot better. And like you say, I think the only change I can see really is Ogbeni coming in for Sadlier on the right hand side. Um. I mean, I'd be happy with the team that lined up against Cambridge last time, but that's a bit too obvious, isn't it? Yeah. You know, maybe instead of sending it down the right, we're sending it down the left, because we've got Ferguson there. Uh, we've still got Barlazer with his distribution, so yeah, I think oh, just just the odd tweak, and we should be all right. It's a shame about Miller and his, I think it's his hamstring that he's done into it, or his calf or it something.
0: Odd. It's um, a shame.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a shame, really, but, you know, he's, he's the sort of guy that is a self-motivator, you know, so I'm sure he'll use it to his own advantage, and improve even more to get back in the side Mm.
1: yeah no definitely 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 Um, yeah any changes make still happy we made Smithy and Freddie again all all being all things considered there's no we talked we heaped prison for the last episode so I assume it's going to be yeah I mean
0: ultimately based on last last Game's performance, if anybody's out of those two, he's going to have a rest. It's going to be Smithy, isn't it? you know what I mean? Because yeah. Freddie's just, he's, he's, he's playing so well. He's, he's scoring goals, he's working hard. Uh, he still has his moments, but uh, players at this level all do, you know what I mean? Uh, so, no, I can't see any changes up front. And if there are, it could be Smithy. Um, mm-hmm. no, you know, Freddie's done nothing to lose, that, to lose that shirt at the moment. In fact, he's just, all he's done is cement his place. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've got to bear in mind that we, we, after this game, we have then got a hectic couple of weeks, haven't we? Less, less than a couple of weeks. We've got three games inside a week, haven't we? Uh, coming up after this. We've got, oh, we've got this game. And then I'm scheduled to have Akron to the Boxing Day. Uh, Lincoln, four days later, three days later. And then Bolton again, three days later. Uh, then Papa jobs after that, but we'll obviously rotate for that. I wonder, do you, do you think this is when they'll start to plan for it, Danny? Or do you think because we've got more than a week to Rose's next game, this game always almost not part of the Christmas period, so it almost doesn't really matter, unless they're already injured, obviously.
2: <laughs> yeah, possibly. Possibly, you know, it's like it's not part of the, it's part of the festive running, but not part of the festive block, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So may- maybe a little bit more caution and oversight will be given to Boxing Day, uh, the middle middle day, and then New Year's Day. Um, probably the same approach that we'd probably take around the Easter fixtures as well, you know, mm. concentrate on that as its own entity. And then on this game, well, if, you, if you're if fit and it's the right fit for the squad, you can play, but then, you you know, you sort of have to line your, your bits up a bit better around Christmas. Mm. Um But, you know, I think Warren's proven time and again this season, certainly, that we have the depth to rotate it, but still perform very well. Um and yeah, I'm not too worried unless someone has like a calamitous injury and they're out for three months. No touch wood, yeah. that don't happen. Um I think we should be, I think we should be all right. I think one he's learned learnt from his mistakes in previous seasons and it's all sort of clicked. Uh, well, it's definitely clicked because have has gone twenty games unbeaten, yeah. you know. Um but yeah, I I I don't know, I don't know, as the run's gone on, we've sort of gone from strength to strength even more. Even when we've not been the best on the pitch, we've still persevered through it. You know, like against Port Vale, somehow else, but Stockport as well. Um, we've just sort of persevered through tough games that could be banana skins. And again, this one is a banana skin. So unless Trevor Kettle has got some sort of plastic note in his pocket to go against
1: us, we'll probably persevere through this one as well. Yeah, hopefully so. Shellstone, uh, Stone, uh, what's the news on Dan, who would have tested positive? Uh, that was He's tested positive being the best midfielder in the league. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke for our UFC, about him being best midfielder in the league. Um, <laughs> for, I hope he's fine. <laughs> I hope that joke doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. She <laughs> um, also mentions, back on the COVID thing, the Wednesday Accrington games off to COVID. Good question. We play Accrington in 10 days' time. The the Wednesday game Accrington is off because of Sheffield Wednesday, not because of Accrington. Yeah. So hopefully hopefully that'll work in our favour because then Accrington can if they you know if they need to isolate now, they can do before our game. Um but that's a good question for other clubs that are having games called Lincoln have got their game called off against Donny. We play Lincoln in the festive period. Um open, haven't
2: they called, called their game off as well?
1: Their game's off, yeah, against MK Dons. Yeah. Um I think that's in MK Don's. Caught cool, though, in it, their COVID yeah. tests, yeah, and it won't be the last. Hopefully, i will make it through, but there will be more games called off this weekend. Mm. Um, unfortunately, that's the way we're living at the minute. At least we can go, that's that's the key thing, Danny. And yeah. we can yeah. still go to those games. This is not a heart back to two years ago. Things are different in a positive way. I know there are still problems, but it is we are in a better, much better position from a fan point of view, yeah. I think
2: there's um. A lot more options to still get us there as well. Like when everything sort of shut down last season, it was right, the door just shut in your face and you couldn't go, and nobody knew what was happening. Whereas now, at least we know what's happening, we know what protocols are in place, we know what is effectively plan B with the COVID passes. Because even though it's over 10,000, it's 10,000 capacity or attendance, whichever one it is. I think, yeah, yeah, whichever one it is. That's how it is at the minute, and it's down to the clubs to implement it. We haven't heard anything from Rotherham yet, but I imagine probably just after Boxing Day or on Boxing Day, we'll say bring your passes on the 29th. Um, It might become routine for all clubs. That might be the next step. Um... But at least there are things in place. I mean, people have called for a fire break over the festive period. I think that's more noise from the Premier League more than anything. Big noise from the Premier League. Yeah. But, you know, they've, they've got the money to do that. You know, they've got the money just to go, right, let's stop it for, for the festive period and then we'll go again on New Year's Day or whenever they've said it was. Um, but unfortunately, the AFL needs to have a lot more consideration into that because we've got more games to play. You know, so if you call off um, the game on Saturday, Boxing Day and the game on the 29th just to go, right? let's go again on New Year's Day. That's three extra games you have to squeeze in somewhere into Mm. an end of the season that might be busy anyway. So if someone has another spike and they have to call more games off, then you've still got them three games to play. Uh, If teams are having a run in the FA Cup, that's another game stuck onto it. And I don't think the FA want a situation that Rotherham founder sends in where we called off three games and then they had to be called off again because of the the FA Cup Mm. and ended up playing four games in a week. You know, the AFL don't want that happening on a mass scale, so I don't think a firebreak would happen in the AFL. I think it would just be more of a limited capacity thing, more than anything. Mm. But, you know, if the family has got the money for it, you'll carry on as you are, lads.
1: You'll do what you want. Yeah, you know? money's a key thing. You look at Accrington on, on Boxing Day. If we, if we moved our game from, let's say, mid-February, which would have to go to midweek, wouldn't be a choice, it would have to be a midweek game. They're yeah. going to lose out on probably half that crowd. Half the crowd won't be able to go to a midweek game compared to a Boxing Day game.
0: So yep. that's something else the
1: FLF got to factor in as well. Um, yeah. We don't um,
2: like, like, like I said, Premier League's got money for it. They can just simply go right, we and not going to play that They're going to play it a different day. Because the Premier League, as much as they claim against this, they are less fan orientated than yeah. the Championship downwards. Um, but yeah, look, like I said, they've only got. Or is it thirty-eight games to play in a season, whereas we've mm. got forty-six? You know, that's a exactly. big—that's a big difference. Mm. You know, that's at least three or four weeks of two-week, week, uh, two two-week, two-game a week, you know,
1: schedule. You know, um, but uh, we've got if, cup, we, we've got cup competitions as well. We've yeah, got plus cup. We've got forty-six plus cup.
2: Yeah, forty-six plus cup because I mean, we've still got third round of the FA Cup to come. We've still got round sixteen of the. Pizza Cup, whereas the Premier League's got the old one in the League Cup and then the FA Cup, you know. So it, the the EFL play more games, you know, and and make less money.
0: I can't believe that you're saying that Premier League clubs are not fan orientated. I can't believe no. Have you not seen the tweet that's been going through going around today about from Arsenal's. I know it's Great. a bold,
2: it's a bold statement. I know, but <laughs> you know, you know, they have to be fan orientated to charge eighteen pound for a double cheeseburger and chips when there's a McDonald's eighteen pound fifty. Road. Yeah, I mean, eighteen pound it's, fifty. It's going to stand
0: down Road. It, it's 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 just fantastic that they think about the fans so much. Yeah, and, uh, and consider that you know they're that stupid. Yeah, uh, <laughs> eighteen and a half quid for a burger. I know. <laughs> It's It's burger and chips, though. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's all right, then. The
2: the thing that irritates me about that is it's all you can get add add chips for £3.75. I can buy a pie at New York Stadium for about that price, and that's my meal done. Whereas you want to add chips just for that amount. (laughs) At McDonald's, you can (laughs) add (laughs) chips to an order for 99p. You know what I mean? (sighs)
0: Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? It is wild. wild. It's a different world.
1: It's a different world.
0: Well, yeah, it's like a little—I don't know—I don't—I don't know what the word is. It's like a, a just a little indication of of what Premier League football has become. You know, just yeah. just in that one little picture there of a burger and chips, it's, it's, um, it's an the, indication of what what what's, what's becoming.
2: Is, it, is the word commercialized? Commercialism, commercialized. Yeah, probably. Where it's just about yeah. the profit and not about the service, you know, of providing entertainment. But the it, thing with the it thing didn't, didn't even look like a, a nice camera. burger,
1: the burger looked average <laughs> and, <laughs> and it looked I mean? dry,
2: didn't it? Yeah, it looked dry, and tomato looked like it had seen better days, <laughs> you know. Uh, but you see, these meals that, that other clubs provide, like the pulled pork and chips, I think it was at mm. Grimsby, you know, yeah. that looks incredible, yeah, you know. And then you see Arsenal with the dry cheeseburger for eight and chips for £18.50. It's like, really? Um. You know, I, I know prices in London are bad, but that's. A new level, surely. Robbing dogs. My exactly what my mum's just said. <laughs> Robbing dogs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it is, absolutely. A um, bit of League One breaking news, which could end up affecting us, as Ipswich Town have finally appointed a new manager. Um, Kieran McKenna, who was the former first-team coach at Manchester United under Jose Mourinho, they're going to go at Solskjaer, has now gone to Ipswich Town.
0: Well, that would go in um, well there, wouldn't it? So, uh,
1: well, you know, <laughs> yeah. He's I mean, only been
0: first team coach under two managers that have got sacked, so he's obviously, uh, <laughs> obviously a class act.
1: Yeah, um, I say Bricky does that. We we could go into full conversation, but I don't know anything about him. Mick doesn't know anything about him. Danny, are you assuming we don't know much about him? I didn't know who he was when you said his name. I'm <laughs> sorry yeah. about that. But
2: when you said first team coach at Man United, it's like okay you know it, it's like the thing of um fellow managers huddersfield now uh he mm. was first team coach under guardiola wasn't he um yeah c- could end up being something similar but it's a definite job to take on at ipswich for your first dabble at, I don't know. at big so it's a big club management um you know 19 players signed in the summer and
0: then they've sat the guy who signed him mm. so after, yeah. after less than six months
2: yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's good obviously company. a
0: secure job, isn't it? It's a secure post. You know that you're doing that for life, don't you? <laughs> or just for Christmas. Yeah.
1: You know. It's a good payoff, why not?
0: Yeah. Managers for win? life. Managers for a few seasons, not just for Christmas. let well, <laughs> uh, we'll to see whether it's which proved that to be right or wrong. The, I mean, uh, the fans will have been wailing out the old teams like, hashtag last night, I imagine. Be teams like Barrow last night, won't I would have thought. so Teams like Rotherham, but you know, let's see if I can upset somebody, <laughs> somebody else I suppose, while we're here because we've not got a great deal of else to talk about now. <laughs> well, we've only got one game <laughs> to preview, preview. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting time. It, it could it could uh, turn out to be a revelation. It could turn right. out to be average. We'll, nobody's got any idea, so let's wait and see on that one. I think
2: I it will just faster. go one or two ways. It'll be a revelation or a revolution from the Switch fans.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, in a month's time, we might be out of job. Who knows? A um, couple of comments, Baza. Uh, why can't the EFL extend the season as Paul Warren suggested? Now this is an interesting one. Again, we're getting to, we're getting to, we're the only thing to talk about really is COVID, the cover situation. It's, it's blown up in football as we mentioned today. Mick, why can't we extend the season? In your opinion, what what's stopping us adding an extra month on?
0: Nothing same as it were when we were in there last time. We the oh, Euro last season, season didn't we yeah but well, yeah. Yeah, yeah we did, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it did they set a precedent last season, in my view, they set a precedent. Um you know, and again, we go back to we go back to what I talked about about symmetry, don't we? You know, about Michael Massey last week changing rules as he goes along, you know, just to suit. You either you either do it or you don't. You can't not do it, and so we can't do this because of X. And then the next season, oh no, no, we can now actually. You know what I mean? You, once you've made that decision, you've made that decision. So you have to think about your decisions carefully, clearly, and rationalise them. And they didn't do that last season, as far as I'm concerned. You know, and they left us absolutely deep in it. You know, and, and playing four games in eight days, which massively contributed towards the fact that we're now in league one massively um there are other issues there were other issues i accept that it's not the only reason but it was a big reason so yeah they could extend it i don't think they will don't think they will i don't think they should i think the precedent was set last season for me that's my view but then i am a bit bitter about what happened last year which is unlike me you're a bit bitter about what happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm still bitter about one of the ones. <laughs> I'm not all
1: that. I'm going to ask you how long it's going to take you to get over that. But it's a while. Based I'm on the Gavin Wood. <laughs> For... Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, Charles Stone mentioned the League One playoff final is a week earlier this year. This is a real quirk of the football calendar this year: the Championship and the League Two playoff final are on the same weekend. But the League One final is the week before. And I've no idea why. There may be some reason I am I am probably investigating it, but it, it, they are in different weekends for the first time that I can ever remember, to be honest with you. It's, it's really strange.
0: I'll tell you what it is. It's going it's to be I, it's gonna be either Sunderland and Portsmouth or Sunderland and Wednesday or Wednesday and Portsmouth. <laughs> so it's gonna be a full house for League One playoff final. <laughs> So so that's good, actually, it? actually that's, an, that's
2: an interesting thing, yeah. Probably due to anticipation mm. rather than, you know. No, I didn't uh, say no.
0: No, no, not anticipation. It's definitely going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's already arranged, mate. Tickets are printed <laughs> and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be Portsmouth and won't anyway, Wednesday, obviously.
1: Well, no, they're going to be leaked. What are you about?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, exactly. Bazza yeah, said yeah. so.
1: Yeah. From, anyway, um, <laughs> it. Yeah, it is, is interesting. I don't know why that's the case. It's really, really yeah. weird. But there you go. Probably blame NFL, mate. Something to do with NFL, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they don't blame me, do they? No, never no. mind.
0: <laughs> and they play at Tottenham. But apart from that, yeah, it could be them. It's somebody's fault, isn't it?
1: Um, FIA, blame Michael Massey. Michael Massey. Blame Michael Massey again. <laughs> he's not enough grief for me this week. Yeah. Um, wouldn't it be funny oh, yeah. to be a Rotherham fan? you upsetting upset? No, be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be weird because he's Australian, but it'd be interesting. It'd
0: be funny. Um, well, yeah. it, it might be a, 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 a neighbour John who, who uh, messaged in earlier mm-hmm. on from Gold Coast. He might be a next door neighbour or something. John, just check next door neighbour. It's not Michael Massey. <laughs> if it is, let me know. He <laughs> might number. be an Adam Lefondre fan
2: for all you know.
1: Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, what was he play for? Melbourne or Sydney? Sydney, isn't it? Sydney. Uh, Sydney FC, yeah. Sydney. Possibly. Yeah. We should know that. Sorry, Alfie, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think I think it is sure. Sydney. Yeah. Uh Liam McGarry, I mentioned to Really looking forward to Accrit away. Hope it doesn't get cancelled. Hope it's a good away day. I think we're all looking forward to that one. They'll potentially mm. about 2,000 Rotherham fans there. Um on Boxing Day. We really want that. Yeah, um definitely. Mm. Couple more bits to cover. There is talk, contract talk. Season has come early, Danny. Um, Richard Wood is under is under, in talks to extend his deal. You'd assume we would, it's normally a year on year basis. Uh, mm. it's a no brainer, no matter what league we're in, it's just a no brainer to keep him on, on staff,
2: playing
1: stuff 100%. And just you said you say about contracts,
2: is just before I joined the call. If you like, um, i having a look at some other contract um, information, but we'll get on to that in a second. Um, But yeah, with Woody, I think it's, like I say, it's virtually given that in this point in his career, it's just a rolling year contract, Mm -hmm. Um, probably because that's what he's happy with or it's what his agent's happy with or or whatever. Um, But yeah, it's a no brainer. I think it's virtually nailed on that he's going to sign it. That's what um, Warnie said. He said it's just like dotting the I's and crossing the T's now and that's effectively what will do with us for another year. And best thing is it gives him another chance to work on his coaching because I think mm. given the system we play, he'll probably be a uh, an interchangeable centre-back with somebody else in the middle of that back three. Um, And it'll give him more time to concentrate on his coaching and then whenever he feels ready, he can step into the coaching role rather than the playing role. But that's not gonna happen until he's at least forty six. So there's a fair few <laughs> there's a fair few rolling year contracts that he's still got left to to see out. Um but you never know, it might surprise mm. us. He might commit for two years, or he might even commit for three years, so then he's got his job security in place if mm. you like. Um yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I think it's one of them where we expect it just for a year deal, but that surprises. Um, But anyway, this other bit of contract talk. um, It was published on Radio Sheffield's on Football Heaven. Adam, uh, is it Oakley? I think it is Oxley. Oakley. Adam Oxley. Adam Adam Uh, Oxley. Yeah. Yeah, Oxley. I, I shouldn't really know his surname because I've been on call with him before. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, he he's had a chat with Chio um, and he asked the all-important question of what is the contract situation and Chio answered it very professionally. I'll give him credit for that. Mm. He said that he knows it's something a lot of fans want to know about, but he obviously can't release any details of what's been said and what talks have already been happening. But he said that he's really enjoying his football because he's always smiling at Rotherham. And he said he wants to carry on making history with this club. So I think that's Chio, probably signing a new deal at some Mm -hmm. point later in the season or in the new year. Not nailed on. I expect it'll be one of those
1: with with a reasonable sell-on clause. If I'm Chio, I want to to guarantee that if somebody comes in for me, I'm free to go. For for a reason, I'm not expecting let's put a million-pound clause in. But (laughs) I think it's best for everybody. From, from Chio's point of view, if somebody comes in, we accept five million quid. If he signs a three-year contract, that's not crazy money, is it, to be fair? Mm. Um, but what's the technicality, I suppose, with that type of thing? Yeah, but at least we know that he's enjoying his football
2: here and he wants mm. to make history with us. So, to me, that's him committing to our idea and wanting mm. to see it through. And then whenever he feels he's got us in a position where he has done that, then he'll probably think it's his time to move on. But, you know, Chio goes with his gut. Um, and to what it, what he thinks is the best decision. And by the looks of things, his best decision is staying with us. So happy days all mm. round, I think.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a bit like Smith, where although Chio's a lot younger, he's experienced, the bad times might not be the right word, Mick, but he's experienced not playing football. You know, at Brentford, he weren't getting yeah. the minutes on the pitch. Smith's exactly the same. He's been at several places where he's just not been watered. And he's happy. He's playing football, he's happy that's got to be massively in in any player's decision making who's had that bad experience
0: i think we all know from our sort of working lives however long those working lives have been that the difference between working at a place where you're happy and working at a place where you're not enjoying it is massive you know it's massive on, on on your outlook on life on your mental health on everything um and i i'll be surprised if if chio could find another club where he's going to be as happy as he is at the moment because of the way that the club is run because of the way that the manager and management staff treat him and the rest of the players and the culture that they've created you know he's going to be very very lucky to find somewhere else like this as as are any is is, is any player um and that's that's going to be a massive draw for players over and above the money you know uh, when it comes to start looking at contract negotiations, because we know and they know that they are not going to be on 10 grand a week here. It's not going to happen, you know, 20 grand a week, whatever, you know, we ain't going to be paying big club wages in inverted commas. That's not, that's not who we are and what we're about. So, but they have created an environment where players just enjoy the game, enjoy the football, enjoy the training, enjoy the working life. So, that's going to be a big draw. It's going to be a big draw for a lot of players. Because let's be fair, you know, we haven't got a squad of players here who are ever going to be, or very few, if any, are ever going to be on 50, 60, grand a week in Premier League. Yeah. Some may, some have got that ability. But I would, I would guess that most of them are realistic enough to understand that probably their level is going to be championship, maybe top end of championship, and maybe on 10, 15 grand a week, but not much more. So, you know, they they need to enjoy the football while they can, develop to the best that they can, and then maybe get that move to a, a bigger, again, in inverted commas, Championship Club, to, to gain those wages. But we'll see. Chio's not a daft lad, is he? he's clearly got his head mm. screwed on. You know, yeah. he, he, he... I don't know. I don't know. It strikes me as being somebody who, who wants to be happy doing what he's doing. And that's probably more important than the financial side of it potentially or as important hopefully is yeah. from our point of view anyway yeah it doesn't help he keeps playing for Ireland and doing well does it that's <laughs> no that's no <laughs> that doesn't help now it, it needs to knock that off if we do ever get him the podcast <laughs> we need to just mention that to him look mate you need to knock that off
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gio, in the greatest respect Stop playing crap for Ireland yeah, <laughs> come on <laughs> mate
0: <laughs> do us a favour <laughs> you've
2: got you've got yeah. your two goals and your three appearances now. Be awful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, back to the Cambridge game. Um, what do, how do we think then it's going to play out? results wise? Uh, they've got I think giant is available, who causes a lot of problems physically in that game. Um, how, do, how do you see it playing out for us?
2: Um, I think like we've mentioned before, the main takeaway from it is that Wes Houlihan's injured. Um the, um, the fellow behind the you t- Will Daniels, he's had a, had a little speak to the media officer at Cambridge and it's his hamstring uh, that's playing. Right. So that is potentially him on the bench. Not best featuring. on major bench, I not you? Yeah. 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 Um, so that is potentially a benefit because, like I said before, he ran the show, didn't he? That back pass that he played for their goal were, were amazing stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that could be a benefit for us, like you say, with Ironside's playing up top. He's um coming come into a good vein, you know, against Cambridge and uh, and against Charlton as well. He played well, even though they didn't score. Um but yeah, so it'll it'll probably be similar to the last time we played him, but <clears throat> with a bit more I'm going to say a bit more of a standoffish approach, you know, because we know how they play, but they know mm. we know how they play. They all know how we play, so it might yeah. just be a little bit of a we'll try and work each other out, like what new system we're going to play, we play, and then we'll probably come to life in the second half. I think when we'll probably just go for it, you know, kitchen sink time, as Warnie says. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, score prediction, Danny. What do you reckon?
2: Um I am going to say two one
1: to us, I think. Oh, let's dial. I'll go one one. I'll go back to the one ones because they were when I put it to one one, we won quite a lot of games, so I'll stick with one one. Uh Mick.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go to one millers. Um hopefully. But I'm not I'm not <laughs> nearly <laughs> any colours. I'm not nearly any colours to any masts of any score really, bearing in mind what we discussed already. Um, you know it could be it could be nil nil both teams score three goals and end up nil nil you know what I mean <laughs> um, so but yeah I think to one Millers I think it's gonna be a really really tough game really really tough this one uh, again because of what we've discussed not only the way that Cambridge play, but but uh, but Kettle as well so that is in all seriousness something that we're gonna to have to contend with and it is. And that, that applies to both teams. I accept that. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how how Kettle deals with Ironside, um, yeah. because he when when he played against us, I wasn't particularly happy with the way he played. I thought he was quite quite nasty, to be honest. It got he appeared to have quite a nasty little streak in him. Um, whether that's just a little bit of immaturity and trying to be, I don't mean this to sound the way I'm saying it, but I can't think of a better way to describe it, whether he's just trying to be the big man against Woody, you know I mean, big hard man, trying yeah. that sort of, trying that on or what, I don't know. Um, but, I, it, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Kettle deals with that. Probably won't deal with it at all, but, um, then again, he may go the other way, you know what I mean? It's, it's mm. certainly, you wouldn't bear Woody would one way or the other, whether he's no. just going to completely ignore it, or send them both off, you know, it could be either. So, um yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a tough afternoon, as they all are. But I think we are probably, well, we've definitely got enough. Definitely got we enough do, we have it. definitely got enough, haven't we? Definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, anything else? We've just about covered everything in... Uh... Oh, good, good question, Stephen. Any prediction on yellow cards? I'll go oh, 12 mate. yellow cards. Know. 12 other cards including managers for each team uh, and then just four reds each. I think that sounds about right for
0: Trevor Cole, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, suspect it meant, I suspect it might have been a serious question, but maybe not, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that was a serious answer. Uh, <laughs> Steve knows when I'm putting Kettle on at home, so, I mean, it could be, you know what I mean? He, he might already know the answer.
2: <laughs> I, I, I reckon um, every one of our players who plays in front of... Um, in front of the defence, we'll get at least one yellow card for some sort of minor trip or tackle. Um Cambridge won't get anything, and then for some and then for some reason Neil Warnock will be sent off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. will it, for some reason he'll be
0: in the crowd and they'll spot him and we'll send him <laughs> off for some reason.
1: That's about right. Anything else we need to cover, boys?
0: Watch him have a screen game on Saturday night Kettle. No. Yeah. I yeah, I doubt it as well. Um, but now I
2: think I think we're about done. Although we'll add the the reason I'm not in my usual Rotherham gear is I've just got in from watching Spider Man, which is an amazing film. So anyone who's yet to go and see it, go see it, please go see it. It is incredible, absolutely incredible.
0: There you go, Mick. Get off. Uh, yeah, I could do. Will it turn the mind off, Michael Massey? <laughs> Probably. He is the new <laughs> Gavin Ward <laughs> <laughs> He is the new <laughs> Gavin Ward of my world. Uh, okay,
1: um, so thank you all for watching <laughs> and listening. Uh, say, assuming everything goes on on Saturday, safe journey down to everybody. Uh, stay as safe as you can. Um,
2: get your boosters get your booster. if you need them,
1: get your boosters if you need them. Uh, if you need to wear a mask, if you feel like you want to wear a mask, wear one. Um, don't have a go at any stewards, they're just doing the job.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean? they're just on minimum wage doing another job. Don't Ooh, get them.
2: And uh, make sure, just uh, for the just-in-case purpose, that you've got your your COVID passes or your negative tests because Cambridge are doing spot checks. Um, yeah. So you don't want to be that one person who gets checked and doesn't has it because you won't be let into the ground and there's no arguing about it because they've said they won't
1: be. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, just, they've been fair just in knowing, not they? They've, they've, to, yeah. It's not like they're going to spring it on people. They've been fair in letting people know, to be fair. Yeah. And if these checks keep us getting into football grounds, then let's just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The last thing we want to be, but it's like you've mentioned earlier, be locked out and the door slammed in his first, so is let's do what we can to stay inside football grounds for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Please, <laughs> <Because laughs> i I can't, I can't bear the thought of not being at football again. So.
2: I'm I'm telling you, Boris will win back more votes if he lets if he keeps letting us go to football. But we'll say <laughs> Boris is the man who kept the football season alive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he partied about it, but he kept it alive. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah he partied Actually. about it. If Rotherham won't leave, there you go. That's what his, That's what next Conservative Party will be. Rotherham won't leave, and we've got one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got one MP there. We
1: have a to end the season now. I'd be fine with that as well. Um, ah, yeah, uh, but we're out in
2: front on PPG yet. We need one more win and we're ahead.
1: I'll take second place. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're going to give me second place in December, I'll take second place in December. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Uh, so, yeah, stay safe, guys, over the weekend and week, up weekend, week ahead. We have potentially a busy week next week for us, which will hopefully result in some really good stuff for you guys over the, over the next week. Uh, keep an eye out for the stuff we have planned, because if everything comes off as it should do, it's going to be a really good couple of Christmas presents we've got for you. Really, really yes,
2: good. Definitely. Stocking fillers from New York talk.
1: Exactly. Um, who knows what can happen, but every, everything is booked in and planned, so it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Mick's looking forward to it. Danny's looking forward to it. Oh, yes. It's going to be good. Um, and I'm, I'm not overselling it. I normally oversell these things. So I'm <laughs> this is going to be good um so keep an eye on the socials because we will need you help one of them next week um subscribe if you're already if you're, not, and you're watching on youtube please subscribe on there and give the video a thumbs up if you're on itunes make sure you give us a five star rating we were up in the 150s of the british podcast chart this week so thanks everybody who's been really listening on itunes again As up there we really appreciate it same with spotify make sure you follow us on there if you can it's been a pleasure speaking to you we were back on sunday night hopefully talking about a game of football Either way, we'll be back on Sunday night. Um, Danny, it's been a pleasure, and I'll see you Sunday.
2: I see you Sunday, and take care, everybody.
1: And right, Mick, see you soon. See you Sunday. Yeah, thank you very much.